Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me, for tolerating me, for tolerating these long episodes. Um, I really appreciate the encouragement, the support, and the kind words y'all have sent my way. And I especially appreciate the criticism. It's been really good and really helpful in this process. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Before we get into this discussion today about modesty, I want to leave a brief disclaimer and just so that we enter the conversation with an open mind and a clear heart. This disclaimer is basically to say to follow your convictions, follow your heart no matter what, no matter what you're taught in school, no matter what you're taught um, on social media, by your parents, by your pastors, you need to follow your heart and follow your own convictions. Me, personally, I've been dealing with this conversation um, in a different light for the past like six months, and I know my ideas towards this topic has changed over my life, and I'm sure they're still subject to change when I get a little wiser, a little bit more mature or whatever. But for now, this is how I feel on the topic. I don't, I don't say it's necessarily right or wrong, even though I feel heavily about it. So I just want to say, in all things that we do, let's follow our heart, follow our convictions in becoming the best woman that we were meant to be. Okay, so lately, I've been really struggling with my wardrobe, with my style, with, you know, the clothes I have to work with. I've been really struggling because all the things I used to just pick up and wear and step out, all the, all the clothing items that used to be my go-to items and everything, for some reason, every morning I wake up and I look and I'm like, I have absolutely nothing to wear. And that is regardless if I'm going to work, to the library, to the grocery store, um, going out, I'm just realizing I legit have nothing to wear. And that, you know, I feel like every girl says that, but I've actually been feeling that in my soul. Like not necessarily, um, oh, I don't want to wear this today. I don't feel like it, but I cannot wear this. And so for the past, um, maybe like since this new year started, I've just been confused. Like how come these jeans that used to be my favorite pair of jeans that I would wear every single day, how come I feel like I can't wear them anymore? They still fit me. Um, so what's the issue? What's the problem? And it, it got me thinking and I had to look at myself and say, were you wearing appropriate clothing ever in your life? Have you ever dressed appropriately for any occasion? Is it because you're working now that you feel like you have to dress some type of way? Or is it because you don't go to Texas A&M where everybody is comfortable wearing dirty oversized t-shirts and shorts and some broken sandals? 
what is it? What, <laughs> what changed? Why is it that you're feeling like you have nothing to wear when you have plenty? And that got me to a lot of, a lot of thoughts, but the core of it all was a conversation of modesty. Now for the past 23 years of my life, I've been pretty liberal around the topic, pretty free, um, free of judgment, free of accusations and assumptions. And my parents have also been like growing up my teenage years and like rebellious phases. They have never really frowned upon my outfit choices or my style or whatever. So I had a, a really open mind towards the topic of modesty. And I honestly still do. But growing up, different life stages puts you in different positions where you have to, you, you might have to tweak your, your thoughts about what you wear, or you might start to feel convicted differently than you did before. So what I did, or what I'm doing, I should say, is trying to understand how I truly feel about the topic of modesty. And I think it's important for women, for us women to understand our stance on the topic because it is something that divides us a lot. It is something that I have caught myself passing judgment towards other women about. And I know for sure uh, women have passed judgment towards me based off of the way I choose to cover or reveal myself, okay? And we do it to each other. It divides the community. Um, we put labels on each other because of it. So I just feel like we would be more understanding and more open that people will have different stances and different opinions about the matter. So the first thing I had to ask myself is, what dictates what I wear? As a woman, what motivates my choice and outfit and when I go out, when I go to work, when I go to school, what is my motivation? What is the core, core of it all? I couldn't come up with a direct answer for that. So you know exactly what I did. I opened up my little laptop, went to my little Google, searched away, and I just typed in what dictates what we wear as women. And I got so many good articles, actually. I was kind of surprised. I thought it would just be a couple blogs and like opinion-based um, sites. But there are actually good reports and articles from psychologists and people who actually study this. So the summation of what they were saying, there's four key things that dictate what we wear as women and as people in general. So the first thing that dictates what we wear not in any order, but this is just how I took it in my notes. The first thing that dictates what we wear is culture. Okay, keep that in mind. The second thing that dictates what we wear is our emotional well-being. The third thing that dictates what we wear is our job or our status, basically um, our role in society, our, our role that gives us a paycheck, I guess. And the fourth thing is our self-esteem. So for me, self-esteem was kind of the obvious one, but the other three, I kind of want to go into a little bit more depth with. Okay, so culture. Culture is the biggest one, truly, and it's the one that carries the most weight, especially when it comes to judging other women. It's the one that has the biggest barrier, the 
the least amount of room for understanding and the least amount of room for compromise. So because we all um, come from different cultures, different backgrounds, different upbringings, that is going to that is going to be a key factor in how we dress and how we feel other women should dress. But because it is our own culture and our own belief, it's not supposed to give us any right to judge others or to criticize others because you don't know their belief, their culture, and their upbringing. Does that make sense? With culture being such a huge factor, it should play a key role as to why we don't bring each other down, why we don't criticize other women um, on how they choose to reveal or cover themselves because we don't, we're not all of the same cloth. So when I was thinking about it, I reflected on my own personal culture and my own climate that I grew up around. Number one, I'm African, okay? West African, if that makes it more specific. But in my culture, in my household, in my family, we celebrate curves, okay? I remember every time like I lose some weight, I get sick or like I'm just working out or in a sport or something, I start losing weight. My family literally gets upset. Like they're actually like, you you better not lose that niash. Like they, a big booty is celebrated, okay, in my culture and even from the the oldest people in the culture to the youngest people in the culture. Curves are really celebrated and respected and seen as beautiful, especially on a woman. So when I walk around in the space that I walk around, I'm I'm pretty aware of my curves, right? But I've never felt felt pressure to, to hide that. It's never been, um, as far as like in my family, it's never been something that they cautioned me with or they said you better cover that up no it's been something like why are you wearing baggy clothes why are you wearing loose clothes you know like what's wrong with you you have all these all these curves you have all these assets and you just want to wear a potato sack over you like it's it's problematic when I cover up okay that's how it was growing up now when I went to college college culture is a whole nother thing as well so when I went to college that's when I started to realize like, oh, I can't just be um, in these shorts and in these tight pants and leggings all the time because um, the culture of college men imparted some poison on my vibes. Like they really killed my vibe and <laughs> it shouldn't be that way. And I'm mad at myself that it truly did impact me um, as I started to get older and my body started to take shape. Uh, the culture of men, of disgusting men, not all men, but a lot of a lot of men, especially in college, that culture really um, affected me and started changing my mind about how I saw my own body. Anyways, um, all that is to say that I'm not going to appreciate being judged by maybe someone who doesn't really celebrate curves would identify with. I'm not going to appreciate your criticism, okay? Because where in your culture, in your household, um, you know, we might need to wear long skirts and turtlenecks and baggy clothes. 
that is completely unacceptable in my culture, okay? So I don't want your criticism and I don't appreciate your criticism and it really comes off as ignorance. And that's the same to me. When I see, um, when I see different people wearing things that I might not necessarily put on for myself or I think is too revealing, who am I to judge? They left their house just like I left my house. They left their their husband, their boyfriend, their mama, their their daddy, their uncles, whoever saw them leave the house just like mine saw me leave the house. So if they're not getting criticism from the people who matter most, it is not my place to criticize them as well. Essentially, that this um, idea of culture being a heavy indicator of what we wear, it's very critical. And we have to understand that we're not of the same cloth. So we got to be easy on each other, okay? Relax a little bit. Sis, if I'm wearing tight jeans and like if you can see my shape through my clothes, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. And I really wish you wouldn't have a problem with it either. Our culture is a heavy influencer in what we wear. And I, I'm very grateful of my culture. I'm grateful that I've never really had to fight the norms of my culture because it's something I agree with as well, maybe because it was what I was born into or whatever the case may be. But I definitely, I celebrate curves and all that just like, just alongside with my culture. So when it comes to criticism... We can see people who criticize uh, what what each other, what we're wearing based out of ignorance from a cultural perspective. And I mean, there's not much you can do about it. We all have our innate biases and stuff. But just being aware of that and being mindful before you your thoughts start to run rampant and you start to call Um, the sister you saw at the grocery store, before you start to shame her and call her all sorts of name in your head, we need to understand that culturally, there might be some differences. There's also a religious culture that has influence in what we wear as women, especially women, okay? And I almost want to say only women, but anyways, um, there is a heavy religious culture that influences what we feel we should be wearing as women. And from where I am in my, in my life, okay, I do understand the concerns and keeping yourself pure and protecting yourself and shielding yourself and not causing your brother, or your sister, or someone else to fall. But that reminds me a little bit, not all of it, but some of it reminds me of uh, my school district growing up the school district I went to, we had all these dress codes. We had the strictest dress code I have ever heard of in my life for a public school that doesn't require uniform, okay? So we couldn't wear shorts. We couldn't wear leggings. We had to wear jeans. Mind you, I live in South Texas, probably the hottest place in, I want to say the United States, but definitely the hottest, one of the hottest zones in Texas. Um, we had to wear jeans to school, okay? We couldn't wear uh, strapless halter tops, uh, spaghetti straps, even muscle shirts. It had to cover our shoulders. And another dress code we had had to do with hair. We couldn't have like 
mohawks. We couldn't have colors in our hair unless it was a natural color. And all these rules, every single one of these rules were set in place so we do not distract the other students. So we do not cause another student to falter or to fall. Hey, as a high school student, I went along with it. I didn't protest nothing back in that time of my life. And so I went along with it. I went to class, got my A's, kept it pushing. But it really made me uneasy. The whole thing made me uneasy. Maybe just now in retrospect, looking back, I'm understanding it better. But the whole thing didn't make that much sense to me because, first of all, I wanted to have like ombre braids or be real cute with my protective styles, but I couldn't because, God forbid, I distract the person who can't pay attention to class because of my hair, right? And I can't wear shorts because, you know, someone might just go bonkers because he sees legs. I'm sorry. Did I say bonkers? What the heck? And it just, it really didn't make sense to me. And I think that that has um, a lot to do with why I, I have trouble with the excuse of modesty as a protective mechanism or as a, as a shield or some kind of blanket of protection. Because I didn't understand the ideology with our dress code in high school, especially in South Texas, in this heat. I When I went to college, I never heard of no other school where they, in a public school that wasn't private with uniform, never heard of another school that couldn't wear shorts or capris, never. So it just didn't make sense to me that there's, you guys really subscribe to the weakness of others and set rules, even though the weather, the 110 degree weather tells you it makes sense to go ahead and put on some shorts and go to class. So I have I have my issues with the the angle of protection and coverage and not causing another man to fall. I have my issues with that route of the conversation when it comes to modesty. But I do respect my faith, my beliefs, my practice and the teachings of the Bible that have been passed along to us to keep us safe as children of God. I definitely respect that and I understand that. But like I said, I still have my issues when it comes to modesty modesty as um, a defense mechanism or as a, a safeguard or some type of shield. I think we've talked enough about <laughs> this cultural perspective. The second perspective to look at when it comes to modesty is the emotional perspective. Everybody has their own unique mental health and their own unique psychological walk. So if someone chooses to dress, um, let's say, less conservatively, and you want to be judgmental towards them, something I have to do is check my thought process and check, do I know their emotional state of being? Do I know um, where their emotions lie? I don't. And therefore, I can't judge 
what they decide to wear. I shouldn't judge what they're wearing because it's coming from an emotional place that I can't understand. I know my emotions dictate what I wear a lot. Not just, you know, the colors I wear or whatever, but if I'm feeling good and like confident and just like uppity, I tend to wear dresses and not, you know, Easter Sunday dresses. Like I'm wearing your, what are they called? Um, the summer body fit, those, those type dresses. I'm wearing my summer dresses if I'm feeling good. If I'm feeling not so good or if I'm going through something, I'm likely just going to wear a t-shirt, a t-shirt and shorts. If I'm, if I'm feeling like a little athletic, spontaneous, adventurous, I'm going to be out there with my yoga pants and my crop top, okay? So my emotions do dictate and have a lot to do with what I wear. And thankfully, I'm blessed that it's usually in a positive light. But some people have gone through trauma, have gone through um, a lot of different things that you will never understand. Even if you have been through something similar, it might cause you to dress maybe conservatively while it causes your sister to dress more freely, more in an expository type of way. Hey, we all deal with our issues a different way, and I'll just leave it at that. It is not our place to judge. We are not capable of understanding the capacity of the emotional influence that went into our fellow sister's outfit choice for that day. The third thing is job status or employment status, okay? And I want to actually say this as status in society overall, because I know being a student is also a full-time job. Being um, a mom is a full-time job as well. There are other things other than this quote-unquote job or employment. Anyways, um, this, has, this plays a big role in how we decide to dress and our viewpoint on modesty. And I will say for me, I've noticed that it's harder for me to step out in things I used to step out in in college now that I'm working and I'm specifically working at a, at a church. So it, it does make it harder for me. And I catch myself, like let's say I go to a brunch and I'm wearing like something I, would wear, I could wear to work. I'm wearing that and I see someone come in with like a bralette and shorts and I'm just like it is 12 o'clock in the afternoon what you doing <laughs> like what is you doing but um I realized like she came to get mimosas just like I did with her girls um that's likely what I would have worn to get mimosas with my girls any other day if it wasn't because of my uh, job description or title now so Keep that in mind, even though we might not consciously know that our perspective is changing as our status, as, as our position changes, as we're in different stages of our life, our, our mindset is changing subconsciously. And so I, I noticed myself doing that. And it's so funny because I should be the last person to judge somebody because I think they're not being covered enough like I am the last person to speak so 
that does play a big role. I think it's pretty obvious that it does. You know, one day you're wearing a t-shirt and shorts every day and the next day you have to wear a suit every day. So it's going to, it's going to take a toll on, on your mental and just don't be careful, be mindful that it doesn't, um, give you room to pass judgment because you're not going to be in this stage of life forever and you wouldn't want someone to pass judgment on you in your next stage. The next thing, the fourth and final thing that uh, the articles, the Googles say about what dictates what we wear as women is self-esteem. And that's a big one, a really big one. And I will never forget when I was I think a freshman in high school. No, it, it couldn't be. It had to be like my sophomore or junior year. Junior year, yeah, definitely junior year when I started to have some kind of shape to my body. A friend of mine, she would always say, um, if you got it, flaunt it. At this point, I didn't really know that I had any type of um, body, as they would say. I didn't know what was going on with my body. I didn't, and I didn't really care. We had a dress code at school, so I was just walking through life. But one of my friends brought it brought it to my attention that, you know, I have a little bit of a curve and a little bit of angles going on with my body. And she was like, why are you always covered up? Da-da-da, girl, if you got it, flaunt it. And this girl, this girl would, like, love to be just, not modest at all. And I loved it. Like I loved how free spirited and how confident this girl was. And she was honestly like my role model <laughs> in high school. I was just like, dang, I wish I could be as, as cool and feel as liberated and as confident as this girl. And so uh, we got, we got really close in high school. And she, one day she was just talking to me. She was like, why are you always covering it up? Like, if you got it flaunted, I think we're going out or something. And I was just like, no, I can't. <laughs> and she's like, yes, you can, girl, baby, you better take And so, yeah. Anyways, um, I loved her mindset. And it's something that actually, like, I carried with me. I still carry with me today because, first of all, I'm not going to the gym for nothing. Like, this is on a lighter note, but to be honest, nobody would be up in there busting their ass at the gym if they just wanted to be covered up all the time. Nobody. Even if you think you would, you're lying. Even if you're a guy and you think you would, you are lying because I know you want to be, even if you're the most conservative guy, you want to be booed up next to somebody able to, like, take off your shirt or whatever it is that... Um, translate to your standard of beauty. So that's number one. So if I do got it, which I do not always got it, but if I do got it, I'm likely, I'm likely going to flaunt it. Okay. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Anyways, self-esteem. That's obviously a huge contributing factor to how we choose to dress and how we are going to set our standards and opinions about modesty. And I'm not at all saying that modesty equates to low self-esteem. In fact, I want to say the opposite. I believe now, I definitely believe that um, modesty could actually be um, an indicator of a big sense of security in oneself and a really established self-esteem. So it can go either way, but at the end of the day, your self-esteem, your self-confidence is going to is gonna play a role in how you choose to dress. 
in my example in high school, I, I didn't really have the highest self-esteem as much as, I mean, at the time I felt like I did, but now looking back, I'm like, no, I've, I've definitely grown into myself and grown to love myself more than I did then. Um, at that point in my life, I wasn't confident in my body. It was really doing all types of weird stuff. So I just, I was shy about it. I was insecure about it. And that is what really caused me other than our stupid dress codes. But that is what really caused me to be covered up all the time. Even, I mean, I played volleyball and when I was on the court, I was definitely a different person. Like my spandex were rolled up and everything, but off the court, (laughs) like the way I dress was very, very much more conservative than what I dress like now. And in my life, that was an indication of where my self-esteem was at. Now I feel more confident, more comfortable in my skin, whether I'm having a good day, a bloated day, um, a bad day, however it is, I'm pretty comfortable in my skin now. Thank thank God for that. So my self-esteem, even though it has, you know, it doesn't have everything to do with your body and your shape and your form, but my self-esteem is definitely at a higher place now. And that gives me more room to um, be more free and be more comfortable the way I like to in my clothes. And what I like, what I like is not necessarily what other people like. I hate, I absolutely hate bras. They are so painful to me, so uncomfortable and to me really unnecessary because I wasn't blessed up top like some people. So I'm going to gravitate to outfits, to shirts, to blouses, to tops, dresses that don't need that because it's just how it is. For example, um, I always wear backless dresses. Like if I'm if I have a dress, there's usually no back, and that's because it gives me an opportunity to not wear a bra. But that came with a level of self self confidence. I had to know that you know I. I don't have to subject myself to cultural norms and I have to be confident in myself enough to allow myself and give myself permission and room to, to stray a little bit and for my own comfort, for my own level of comfort and mobility, Lord Jesus, mobility. But yeah, so your self-esteem is going to play a role in your opinions and your thoughts on, on modesty. And on top of that, your culture, like we said before, your emotional status and your job status. (sighs) Y'all, I really just wanted to come and say like, it's damaging what we do to each other. Um, how we bring each other down, we shame each other, we take away from each other's power and each other's beauty by tearing each other down just because, like just because she wants to wear a crop top, just because she wants to show her kneecaps, just because she wears tight clothes, like it just doesn't seem reasonable to me. It doesn't seem like the battle we should choose, okay? That's all I'm really saying, essentially. We have so many struggles in society. The last thing we should be doing is bringing each other down and adding to that struggle. Like, women have such a hard time 
navigating these streets already because of pervertedness of, I hate saying men, but y'all obviously know how I feel by this point, but the pervertedness of male culture and their like dominance and just their filth, it already handicaps us enough. We don't need to do it to each other. I don't think it's our battle to fight, essentially, at the end of the day. We all have our innate biases and they're unavoidable. So when you have them, control them and remember that everybody's uh, decision, their processing to put on whatever they decided to put on was different than yours. Everybody's conviction led them to that outfit differently than your convictions led you to your outfit. So if we are free to have different um, religion, different political views, different stances on other things, I definitely think we should be open and allowing to our sisters to have different approaches to modesty or however you define modesty and what your standard, your norm is. This actually reminds me of Jackie Ina. I know everybody follows Jackie, 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 Jackie. Well, I would think that if we're friends, you you probably put me on Jackie Ina or like we're part of the other three million people who are diehard fans of hers. But I noticed that um, I think Jackie probably talked about in one episode or one of her videos. Jackie talked about that she's been kind of like harassed and bullied because she put herself out there as a woman of God, as we all know. And then people have been very critical about, you know, what she's wearing. Maybe I stand for Jackie Ina because I too am part of the itty bitty um, titty committee and I have no problem, no problem at all wearing a deep neckline because to me, it's not revealing. That's my personal opinion. Like all you are seeing is ribs on me. And maybe that's why like I, I empathize with Jackie Ina and I can't stand the, the hate she gets sometimes for it because I don't think that what you wear is a reflection of your salvation or your relationship with God. Now we do, we are instructed. I understand. I understand. We do have guidance and instructions in the Bible, but at the same time, she needs to be comfortable, okay? First of all, I understand. Like, something that might be conservative and not too showy for me, you might think it's too showy for you. I feel comfortable wearing a deep cut thing because I I don't have it like that up top, okay? I dress differently on top than I do on bottom. So I can, you can catch me in a crop top every single day, like every single day. But on my pants, I might have like flare pants. I might have like a flowy skirt. I might have um, like jeans on majority of the time. And that kind of shows you that what dictates what I put on has a little bit to do with what I'm working with. Okay. So I'm working with more on bottom than I am on top. And so I'm a little bit more liberal on top, a little bit more conservative on the bottom. That's just how I am. And some days I'm in a mood where I want to be conservative everywhere. Other days I want to be liberal everywhere. And hey, that is my prerogative. And at the end of the day, I don't know your life. We don't know each other's walk. And 
I'm really going to hold on to the inspiring words of my friend when she said, if you got it, flaunt it, because it makes me feel good. So do whatever makes you feel good, sis. And I think this is the appropriate time to have this conversation because it's summertime. And oh my gosh, y'all are going to make me go on another tangent. But I saw this video on YouTube, two males, two, um, two guys, they had a video if women should wear, if Christian women should wear bikinis. Y'all, it's, all, it's like the first YouTube thing that pops up. And they had great points, great, like very nice. Um, approach the conversation. I could tell that they were being cognizant of the words they used because they were two men speaking about what women should wear and what they should do with their bodies. But that's another issue. I could tell that they knew they were going into problematic territory. But anyways, after the discussion, they were pretty much like, I would prefer um, a one-piece I wanted to reach into the computer and slap them and say, I would prefer you don't come to the beach at all. Okay. Like if it's really that, if it is really that deep, I would prefer you stay home because I'm going to wear a swimsuit at South Padre Island whenever I go, anytime I go, no matter what time of day, no matter who I'm with, I'm going to have my buns out if the sun's out. Okay. Like I don't care what you think, how you feel, and I don't care about your lack of self-control and your lack of just controlling your vision. Like, if you don't want to look, don't look. Simple. And I know, I know I'm being problematic as well. I know that, I know, I know, I understand. But at the end of the day, y'all, you got your body, dress it or undress it at your own discretion. And for me, if it is hot, do not ask me to cover up. I don't care who you are. Do not. You don't know the way my sweat glands are, are set up, okay? Another thing, and this will be the last thing. I don't know if I'm the only one who operates in this mindset, but I kind of dress differently if it's like girls time versus everybody time. Actually, not really. But I noticed like when I went to Miami for uh, spring break with my group of girls, we were out there as immodest as it can be. And we were completely fine with it. First of all, we had each other. We weren't there for anybody. We were minding our own business. And we would just hope that everybody else would do the same. We were there in each other's companies. Um, no, like we were protecting each other from the perverts of society. It was a good time. So that's when we got out our best, our finest, our sexiest swimsuits, and we did not think twice about it. And that's that's how I'm going to roll. In a few weeks, I'm going to New Orleans again with my girls. And I promise you, I promise you, I'm not going to be bothered by the opinions of these dudes, uh, the opinions of anybody else, because I'm with my trusted circle and when I'm with my trusted circle, I can be as comfortable as I want. And for you, that level of comfort might be a turtleneck and some chacos. Fine. But for me, my level of comfort is likely a lot less than that. Okay. That was a long discussion. It went on so much longer than I thought. But 
Thank you guys for sticking with me. Definitely write in to rootedwithyams at gmail.com. Tell me how you feel. Um, like I said, we're all evolving. We're all growing. And your your stance is subject to change as you're, you go through different spaces and different times of your life. My stance right now is we got to mind our own business and support each other because we don't know what each other is going through. We don't know where each other came from. Rate this podcast if you are on Apple, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Leave a comment. They're anonymous, you guys. Like, don't feel shy to leave a comment. You can make it anonymous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be on my mess again. I'll be in your ear again on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts again next week. I'm going to try to be consistent this summer. You guys, it is summertime. Be fine, okay? It is summertime. Be fine. You are fine. You are baddie. You got the skin you got for a reason, okay? It was crafted, sculpted to your bones and your muscles. You got that skin. You better work it, okay? And follow your heart. Do what you feel. But girl, if you feel inclined to be summertime fine, just be summertime fine. I know I'm trying to be summertime fine. I have nowhere to go. So if you got somewhere to take me so I can be summertime fine, go ahead, slide me an invitation, and I'll gladly join you, okay? You can slide me a plane ticket or a bus fare also. Uh yeah, because your girl is struggling, struggling big time. Okay, bye bye.